Okay, the real reason is I had Dairy Queen, okay? I just didn't want to say it. What the Why not? What? Because he had the shits. Oh, oh is that like Dairy Queen's code for the shits? No, he just can't have. He eats Dairy Blizzards, Queen even apparently. though it gives him the shits. 20 minutes. The later. blizzard. The blizzard. I well, would. Twice this week. So, twice but wait, this so week he did you himself. just have Dairy Queen and you have yet to have the shits, or you had Dairy Queen and you're having the shits now? I mean, not like. Are you shitting now? Right now? Are we in the bathroom? No, Are I we didn't. talking about poo already? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> that didn't take long. Not even two minutes. Next week, Marty's uh, okay. hemorrhoids. <laughs> this week, I'm Adventist. sorry. Welcome back. Oh, okay. sorry. It's, yeah. it's been a day. Uh, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're done. Go. We're done with this. Welcome back. Back. Go. This is going well. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. Holy shit. I'm Andrew. Quite literally. Joined by the full crew. Well. Tom, Neil, Hannah, and Marty. Full and today, we have a special guest. Fuller my boat. roommate. <laughs> <laughs> He's been thinking about that really? all day. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's like, I'm so clever. So I've proud of I've been waiting myself. since dinner. <laughs> no. So this is the uh, the Adventist podcast. It's been talked about. It's a long time to. coming here. At least three months. Oh, did, longer well, than that, than I that. think. I feel like at least a year. Which is... Ironic. That's ironic, right? Why? Why is it ironic? I thought there was a whole seven-day thing. Oh, Neil. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I know very little about this. I'm going to be able to contribute very little. That was one little thing I can maybe add to. That that was good. I feel like canned hot dogs. There is a seven-day thing. (laughs) I don't know. Should we just start with like what it is? What is well, seven? Well, yeah. this is you and Hannah. No, well, it's not. No, tell us what it is because we know is... nothing. Okay. Tell us what is, it it is. A, is it a religion? So, before, before we get started. It is a religion. Before we get so started. It's, wait, it's wait, a wait, Christian wait. religion. Hold on. What does Marty want? Marty, you got to wait because Marty will keep. He'll <laughs> just keep interrupting. <laughs> Neil's like back from the dead here. We're not even going to like figure out where he's been in the past we like month. We talked to him while you were late. Yeah, you were late, Marty. <laughs> I told them everything, all the exciting shit I've been up to. Look how but old. the listeners don't know. They don't care. It's a secret. Okay. Neil, Neil found the he found the fountain of youth. I mean, just I found God. Okay, Marty, that's all there is to it. He does look like a British <laughs> footballer right now. <laughs> well, I got my fresh. I got my hair cut today. Yeah. Cut today. And I'm wearing my great. freaking you know British looking jacket. So he he looks like he's in his early like. Or I would say mid twenties, getting ready to go out on the pitch or have a workout or something. Like. Cheers, cheers. So Adventism, tell us all about it. Yeah, so it is a Christian religion started in the U.S. I feel like I'm a teacher. USA. Yeah, you're way too prepared USA. for this. <laughs> well, it started out of the Millerite movement. If anybody knows what that is, in the 1800s. So basically, this guy. William Miller, I think his name was William. He yeah. went around right. preaching that Jesus was going to come again in 1844. Spoiler Did not alert. happen. <laughs> and the Adventists were kind of... So he based that off of biblical prophecy. And then the Adventists were like, oh, well, he was right about the date, just not what it meant. Question. And then, yes. Because I thought the Bible was pretty clear about... Uh, 
telling us not no one to predict when you know Jesus is coming back. So I don't know what that what they th- were Wait, thinking about Hannah, that didn't one. Did you grow up Seventh Day Adventist? I didn't grow up Seventh Day Adventist, but I went to a Seventh Day Adventist school from kindergarten onward. So this is Why? a large enough school, or large? They have a large enough following uh, at certain locations in the U.S. Because oh. I've never heard of this before in my life. No, it's a significant. Ever. Like it's not. It's not the most major Christian. Um, I don't know what the right word is. Uh, denomination. Denomination. There you go. But it is pretty significant, right? I mean, it's it's reasonable. It does seem like yeah, maybe it's pretty good size. There's less of it on the East Coast. Um, it's maybe not I'm not sure what's like there. the spread there there used to be i think they closed it yeah the, i think there's one in tennessee that southern adventist university and that's the biggest one and then there's a couple others on the west coast but it's actually uh there's more adventists outside of the u.s than in the u.s because it was a pretty missionary focused religion so yeah. so there's- so you're an adventist is that true well, I was well, raised, Adventist. raised okay. I don't necessarily consider myself an Adventist anymore. But yeah, I was raised Seventh-day Adventist. So, I mean, and my parents were Adventists and my grandparents were Adventists on both sides. So it goes back, and goes so, back a bit. And Hannah, you as well? Because you said you were been, you went to an Adventist no, school from kindergarten onwards. my atheist their whole lives. Um so I just went to a Seventh-day Adventist school because it was the closest private school to my house. <laughs> and we lived on the wrong side of town in Fresno, and my parents didn't want me to get into gangs, <laughs> I guess, because look at me. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so you're you're basically the journalist. Um, I am, and I have been you, watching them since I was... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the plant. I've spent a lifetime... Pretending to be one of them and then surprising them uh, when I say I'm not an Adventist. And, um, and how yeah, did I just kind of went in. I, I just, they uh, don't do a ton of like college prep work. So when I graduated high school, the only thing we really talked about college was like, oh, there's this other college over here. You should go there. So I did. And it was an Adventist college. So I just kept going. And then I got my master's degree at an Adventist college. Oh, so, so you didn't stop. You went so the whole going. way. No, you just so this is my first in. time. I'm getting my PhD the first time. I'm at like a secular university. It's Hannah, nice. You're a fraud. You're, you're an actor. I'm a fraud. fraud. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Uh, but that's really interesting because that's like, you can give us an interesting perspective as someone that wasn't actually raised Adventist versus Caitlin, who was. I don't know. It just seemed kind of cool that you both seem to have very close. Uh, you know, well, they ended up going to the same to college, right? Yeah, oh, but we didn't yeah, I think know each other. Not at the same time, I don't think. We were both at Walla Walla. I might you, were, been... you were there at the same time. Because I went back for my you master's were? degree, too. But What years were you there? Oh, boy. Uh... Hannah's never not been going. She's to still there. She's still there. Just throw that out. <laughs> I graduated with my master's degree in 2014, and I got oh. my undergrad in 2010. Oh, okay. Because I was there from 2009 to 2013. Yeah. So I, I wasn't there for like two years in between my undergrad and my master's because I was being a receptionist. And then I came back. Um 
I also married an Adventist and divorced an Adventist in that same time frame. So nice. I did all the things. <laughs> so, so do you have some like? Are you? Do you want to tell us specific things about Adventism that would be interesting, or do you want us to ask random questions? <laughs> well, I mean, I can just kind of tell you a little bit. So, I think the main thing that differentiates it is the fact that they worship on Saturday instead of Sunday. Um, that one's pretty, pretty obvious. There's a couple of other like weird, quirky things. Most Adventists are vegetarian. Um, and part of that comes from, so obviously there's the Bible and people revere it and study it and all that. But the other interesting thing about Adventism is they, we have a prophet. Her name was Ellen White. She uh, basically got hit in the head with a rock and had some She's visions. A, a, a and... I was thinking Vanna White for a <laughs> She's second. She's a prophet. Right, yes, prophet. So she had a, a head injury. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Um, and then she like had some visions, wrote some books, and so a lot of people look to her writings and teachings as how you should live it is um, nice so i think that, that as a woman in the 1800s they let her be um kind of at the in you know the main level of people in charge of the church which was kind of progressive she did have a did, hand injury but did she convert to adventism when she, after she got hit on the head or was she already well she was hit on um, the head as a child yeah uh, and then i think she was in a i'm not entirely sure the timeline of when um she was one of the i think her and her husband were one of the founding members of adventism i'm, I'm not quite sure, sure were, on all of the specifics yeah were they millerites but i think so and i think they were adults and kind of yeah. like helped to found the church so she was part of the um the culture she yeah, form the culture. Yeah, exactly, right. And so some of her writings are, you know, like women shouldn't wear pants or ride bicycles. You don't eat pepper. You know, there's a lot don't of... Don't eat pepper? Yeah, pepper? that's one of the yeah. things. Disgraceful. Yeah, so like Wait. condiments are, they're spicy. You like know, to I'm add not, on it's, there it's, or peppers? Like green like, peppers? What about ranch? Yeah, Where's ranch falling? Define pepper. She, I don't think she is like, like the seasoning pepper. Like a... Ground um, that's a very old school belief that I don't think anybody really follows unless they're super, really old super, and super. very traditional. Yeah, that's it's it's kind of more of a joke than anything. Jeez, what are they um, caffeine's also something you're not supposed to have, but, but a lot of Adventists do. Don't I do think? Um, I guess you knew more of. The entire generation of Adventists, and I mostly just knew the people I went to school with. And so, when it was looking at just my generation, I only knew one person who was a vegetarian. They almost never ate pork. That was the one thing they would put their foot down yes. on, but they would eat other meats. And the caffeine thing wasn't that big of a deal um, to yeah. like our generation. But yeah, I would definitely say that that's true. I think the caffeine thing for most adventist nowadays isn't really a big deal it's still like sort of the older generation and then you have things like when i went when we were at walla walla i don't know if you were there for this hannah but the student union wanted to put in a coffee shop oh yeah and there 
And there was like in between, like they got it all approved and everything in the summer they were doing construction. Somebody who probably had money complained about how they would have caffeine on campus. And then they were like, oh, the default's going to have to be serving them, you know, decaf instead. But there's like soda on campus and stuff too. So super like it didn't make any sense. And it was stupid. And it didn't actually end up going anywhere. There was also that um, there's a gas station right on the other side of campus that wasn't technically a part of campus, but it was basically owned by them. They sold veggie burgers and whatnot, but they also sold a bunch of like monster energy drinks and everything too. No beer. They didn't sell any yeah. alcohol, but they did sell a lot of strong caffeine at that place what as a, well. So it's all what about? Yeah. They, I think they eventually like had to get rid of the energy drinks. Oh, I thought you were going to say they added point. beer, but nope. Okay. What about <laughs> no, alcohol is a big that no, gas no. station. Did, uh, would also, logos fall in in there. <laughs> I don't remember. They weren't. They weren't there. They weren't they there. Weren't there. Oh, I remember. But, I could never drink energy drinks. I tried a monster one time and like almost lost my mind and couldn't sleep for two days. So I never really went any further on that journey. But they that gas station was ridiculous too because they also like pad padlocked the the um on the gas. Oh yeah. You couldn't you couldn't get a tank of gas on Saturday. I forgot about that because <laughs> yeah, you were not supposed to transact money. Yeah. And, like, it was so funny, like, when you'd go to the cafeteria and you'd swipe your card on Saturday, they just didn't process the payment until, like, later, so it wasn't, like, you were actually paying. It was so stupid. (laughs) There's always Uh, a loophole. There's a loophole. Always a loophole. But it's like, if you need gas, you need gas. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It's the only gas station. Oh, sorry. There's two gas stations in the town. Just go across the freaking Oregon. Get cheaper gas. It's annoying. So, so I, I, um, at its core, though, Adventism compared yeah. to, let's say, you know, Methodist or Catholicism or uh, all the other different variants of Christianity. Sure. What's the main, you know, what is the fundamental difference? I guess canned hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, one, I'm wondering where canned the, hot dogs, but I think the canned the... hot dogs fall in if people don't eat pork. And they're they're not real. They're well, no, because they're veggie hot dogs. Beef hot dogs. They're not. They're not yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they're not. They're not well, no, they're not beef, beef hot dogs. They're well, like soy hot dogs. The default hot dog. I feel like when you hear hot dog, the default dog. hot dog is some kind of pork. Well, that's I mean, why these yeah. are I, I personally. Yeah. They're what? They're called Big Franks for they're the beefier ones. And or Super Links. Linkettes or Super Links for the smaller size boys. Yeah. What she but, said. Yeah, they're just like soy based. Hannah's learning this in on all the secrets today. What are they? You know what? It's really hard scenes? to get an Adventist to show you as big Frank sometimes. <laughs> uh, but to answer your question, Neil, so it's a Protestant religion, and I think um, Adventists view themselves as what they call the remnant church not so i try not to get Wait. like too like in the weeds with it i feel like i have heard of but, that before go in the weeds go in the weeds well a lot of people a lot of people like to self-identify as uh, the remnant but basically it just means like they're like 
the new chosen people. So the Israelites were the chosen people. Jesus came, died on the cross for everybody. But now Adventists are the ones that are actually like practicing the true like religion that God intended. So they're the chosen people. There's stuff in the Bible, like, you know, I think it's in Revelation. Like at the end of the world, there's going to be 144,000 people left. And Adventists are those people kind of a Hmm. kind of a thing. And part of that is the fact that, you know, Adventists worship on the true Sabbath. They've kept the Sabbath holy as part of the Ten Commandments, and they, um, they, yeah. Hmm. Marty, you have a question. A hundred and forty, hundred and forty-four thousand people, and then they sent missionaries to go and convert people. Wouldn't well, that's at like, the end con- times. Conserve the, s- no, the space. You want you want to spread <laughs> the word, but like at at the end times, like through all of the shit that revelation predicts and whatever at the end of all of that is kind of so the, the people will filter out you know so how many still want to spread the word how many adventists are there right now i'll google that it's a few million so, so not know. every adventist will be saved no well they'll die first that's the whole thing so you know so there there'll be some that are converted they'll die through all of this you know trials and tibulations and earthquakes and Jeez. hellfire and whatever until that Jesus sounds comes rough. again right there are 21.7 sure. million members yeah i mean yeah, and I we gotta I'm, filter that down i'm not liking those odds Damn. for those adventists well, the other thing I want to ask you, Caitlin, is they did this to you. When yeah. I was in sixth grade, we had a whole, um, basically a whole like year about the 144,000 and the end times and how terrible it was going to be. And there was a lot of fear mongering. We had to learn all of these Bible verses because once we went to the caves, the only way we would stay sane is by reciting the Bible verses. And so there's all of this stuff that they taught us like straight faced when I was in sixth grade about the end times and the end of days and we were going to be back to you know the Colosseum and they were going to be crucifying us and sticking lions on us and all it was a lot did that happen at your school well no so not so much so I didn't I stopped going to Adventist school in the fifth grade and didn't go back okay. until Walla Walla so I went to I went to a public then. school so I might have missed the real scary fear mongering because that was also um, sixth grade was fear-mongering and also hey you're gonna get your period and hey have you heard about deodorant it was a very confusing yeah. time but you were also <laughs> but, but caitlin you were also in a family that was more adventist yes than Hannah. so you, even though you skipped those educational um years you must have been in i don't know how much your family you went to church was still or? Yeah. i went to church but it was i think that you know, going to church, I feel like for the most part, having gone to some other church services as well, it doesn't really differentiate itself too much as far as like right. the service. Normal, they don't, like normal Protestant very type sort church. Sort of yeah. generic, yeah. yeah. It's very Christian generic. messages. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the, the, yeah, I think in the schools is where you get a lot of that, we- like the weird sort of. Yeah, and I think. Like. It didn't play unique well with me, but everyone you. else in the schools, every other person I went to, because they are small schools too, so I had like 24 other, 24 kids in my class on average, and so I knew most of them, I joined their class in third grade, so I knew most of them since third grade, basically. And would they you all- have, sorry, would you, would you have like a dedicated class towards learning the religion in like oh, every yeah. grade? 
Yep, Bible class. Bible class. So, so it's similar to, I guess, Catholic Like schools. a Catholic school or something. Yeah. Um, I've never been to one, but I'm pretty sure that's how it is. I'm assuming that as well. Um, mm. Everyone else in my um, my class, though, came from a family that already was an Adventist, basically, and went to church all the time. And so I think as the one person that didn't go to church ever and came into this, it's a lot sometimes at the school, but when... Um, yeah. When... I feel like kids that are just birth into it didn't think about it as much, I think, as a kid. And they might do it a lot more now. Actually, they definitely do it a lot more now, which is why I think a lot of people are leaving the church. But school is kind of a lot. But church, church is not. It's a very yeah, I think bland most of the time. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, and I think, like, I did, like, a whole a baptismal class because another thing, mm. like, Adventists, they baptize. They baptize you later. They don't do the infant baptism. And you have to kind of go through a class in order to get mm-hmm. baptized. And I did it when I was like 12. And I feel like, and I I didn't really understand a whole lot of like the intricacies that they were talking about. But that's kind of where you start to get like more in depth. And I remember one of the other unique beliefs of Adventists is the idea of something called the investigative judgment, which is what Adventists say happened in 1844. So he, Jesus didn't come. He did something. But instead in 1804, he, uh, he was in heaven and entered the most holy of holy places in the tabernacle in heaven. And he started this. writing down the names. Yeah, it's the weirdest one to I me. Forgot he started about writing this. down the names of all oh, the people yeah. and that are going writing. to heaven. And he's still writing the names, and so that's what he's been doing since 1844, and Adventists just kind of believe that he's going through this and deciding who's going to heaven. And initially, really early Adventists believed that if you were born after 1844, you weren't going to get to go because he had already entered into the, <laughs> the place Don't and started you. writing down names. But they've kind of, a, they, they changed they that changed a little bit. changed their mind on that but... since he didn't come back soon. <laughs> Yeah. It's a bad marketing so, strategy, that, to be honest with you. It's, it's not very yeah, forward thinking, is it? <laughs> no. Well, we got room for 144,000, but you got to be there by 1844. So, yeah. So it's, and I remember not really hearing about that until I was like in my teens. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Because they didn't really talk about that so much. Like, what I, what growing up, what I really, how I, in my own head, distinguished Adventism from other religions was the day that we worship they also believe that when you die you don't go straight to heaven you're in the ground until jesus comes again which is different from a lot of christian religions and then um like you don't eat so technically so the the hundred forty four thousand names could be between 1844 there's more there's more names there's more names in the 144. That's yeah. just who will be alive when Jesus There's, comes. Yeah. I got it. I got it. There's going to be a John Smith, and everybody who's John Smith who's Adventist counts as one. <laughs> That's how it's going to work. All right, you're bad, Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think Jesus. the other thing that bothered me a That's lot is a great as a kid name for like a company or something. Is um, <laughs> I see like, the film now. It's like bad robot. <laughs> The other thing that bothered me about it too when I was a kid is because the only person in my family that was religious at all was my grandma. And I was basically told that my grandma wasn't going to go to heaven because she wasn't an Adventist. Is she Catholic? No, oh. but I, we also learned the Catholics were the Antichrist. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really, yeah really don't some like, the Catholics. like super 
conservative Adventist, like I have um, a good friend growing up and her mom was really into the prophecy part of Adventism. She's talking about how the Pope and Obama were the Antichrist. Oh, God, I saw that one too. I'm just like, what? Mm -hmm. I don't exactly understand why they hate Catholics so much. I I don't either. I think it's... (laughs) But like, especially... They are the Antichrist. Other religions are just dumb because they're not doing it right. But they also don't get, they don't get yeah. to go to heaven unless they convert, which I thought was a lot of bullshit. Yeah, but me. Well, how but about what? you? No, no, I said me. Meat? Meat. Oh. Yeah. So. It's not doing I thought you were saying right? you. <laughs> yes, me. Yeah, but me. <laughs> but me. Well, so like what Hannah was saying is that like a lot of the people she knew ate meat. And like I, I grew up eating meat. Also, but we just didn't eat pork, uh, seafood that didn't have oh, scales. Oh, I seafood thing. No shellfish. Yeah. And, yeah, so those are the... So, so I have a question. Those are the big things. Um, yeah. Religions, for me, as I've studied religions over the years, there's obviously the dogma, there's the rules, there's the... There's all the... There's all the, you know, if you like, you know, the scripture that, that surrounds it. But one thing that's always most interesting to me personally is what does what does the religion tell you to do on a daily basis? And I don't mean like don't eat pork, but like how to live your sure. life. What is the ethos of Adventism as as to how you should conduct yourself and what life is in the physical world? Not not that you're going to be one of 144,000 people or sure. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that one of the main things is there's a big health message with Adventism, which is why they have all those hospitals everywhere. And like the Kellogg Brothers, like the cereal brand, they were Seventh-day Adventists. And so there's a lot of, you know, day-to-day. I know a lot of people, especially on Saturdays, they'd go for hikes. They'd like to be outside. There's a lot of focus on being healthy, being in nature. Not that every Adventist is healthy or always going on hikes, but there's that sort of idea. And I think also there's a big purity message with and um, also being... It's kind of interesting because you could read so the 28 fundamental beliefs of Adventism and they tell you to be modest and to not adorn yourself too much and to be, you know, be kind to other people. But within the actual community, there's a very there's very much a like a status. Mm. Um, yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about, Hannah, like the, like the people if you're if you're fa- if your dad's a doctor or your mom's a doctor like you have high status within the church so i don't, like, i'm not sure that i'm actually answering your question but it's mo- it's just i mean it sounds like cuz because i mean it sounds like a good word would be wholesome um maybe yeah. yes. um like I'm... nature like it because the only person i ever knew that was an adventist was actually a was a college professor um who and that was when i first really was exposed to Adventism and the reason that I found that interesting was because um and it kind of sounds like this is my personal you know experience but he was he was an Adventist very strong um you know you know whatever just a really um devout Adventist and his family but he was also really into Zen and that was when I kind of I made the connection between Adventism and Zen. It, sound, 
It's almost like Adventism kind of sounds like the white man's or the Christian's version of Zen, which when you talk about it makes me think that even more because it's very much about like non-intoxication, balance, mm-hmm. health, nature, simplicity, and the Zen way of life. Um, maybe you can tell me if I'm just, um, you know, I think saying making the word Zen, up, though, my... and bringing any sort of new age into it, that's Zen is not new age. If you told someone an Adventist you think they're being Zen and they are actually are. I hate Zen. to be rude, but Zen is significantly older than Adventism. Uh, no, but like but... It's, it's true, but it's linked. So it's linked they... a lot tightly to the new age religions now, too. And like I, they would not think that is what they are at all. I think the word Neil's looking for is mindful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying that Adventists consider themselves or identify themselves as being Zen. Um, But if you just step away from that and just think about the fundamental ideology of Zen and the the daily, you know, what it means to be any of these things on a daily basis, you know, I I can see it, but maybe, you know, not necessarily... It's not perfect, but I don't know. I'm throwing it out there. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I think that there is an element to that. (laughs) No, I no, I think he's actually right because like you have you guys heard of the blue zones? So those areas in the world where people live the longest. Oh yeah, yeah. Um we're we have a study going on right now. Here. Yeah. Yeah, they do in Walla Walla, but like the original, I think five. That where they found the people live the longest. One of them was Loma Linda, California, and it has a very high concentration of Adventists because there's a, a medical university there. Hmm. And part of it is the diet and the idea. Part of the whole thing with the Sabbath, too, is not just that you go to church. It's that you rest. You don't work. You, you spend time with your family. You, like, I was never, I feel like, going to uni- the university there was never an expectation that you'd spend the whole weekend doing homework because sabbath was the day that you were going to church that you were going outside you were fellowshipping with other people and i think that idea of community and healthfulness is a big part of adventism i think there's a lot of toxicity within adventism as well as with many things but i do think that that is an element to it the but like Hannah said, like we had a class called Morning Stretch because they didn't want to call it yoga. So there's like, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, any sort of like Zen. Even <laughs> it's American. I mean, come mindfulness. on. Mindfulness. It, it, no, it's, it was stupid yeah. that they just wouldn't it just call it what it was. But they like, it's, it's the same thing by another name, which is just. Well, and you I have to consider, consider the culture so. that it came from. I mean, you're talking about American. You know, it, it grew from U.S. Um, Christian roots, which was very, um, you know. Western thought versus Eastern thought. And the <laughs> yeah, Adventists have a thing where they think their way is the right way. I, from my perspective, don't see Adventists as being all that mindful. They're hmm. just... They seem kind of almost more mindless. They just do this thing all the time. They never think (laughs) about it. Um, And like... That's that's interesting. And this is kind of a different perspective. What I got from Adventism is it's pretty bland overall, except when they get into their doomsday thing. And so... And then they're really on... Then they're really on fire about it. And so like, 
Yeah, when they add the pepper. No pepper. No, no, pepper. Well, yeah, no, no pepper. pepper. Uh, so but not spicy, spicy about anything. But, um, <laughs> but, and a lot more focused on this world doesn't matter. You're putting your treasures into heaven. And, yeah. Ignore well, that's the why I asked the question. See, see that's why I asked that question about what, what is it about the daily life? Because a lot of religions and a lot of cults are all about what's next and you can't dispute that you can't refute it it is what they say but i'm always interested to know what the how do they prescribe you know i think they're very much a missionary based existence and they want to they have this drive to tell everyone in the world which i do not believe in i don't stand for any of this bullshit that they're doing but they're they very much do because they do think for some reason Maybe all religions think they're the right religion, I guess. Adventists yeah. seem to be, yeah. like, really into it for being That's not so that different from, like, another Protestant religion. They're not that interesting overall. Like, there's not they're not bringing that much new stuff to the table, but they are very, like, sure of themselves that they're the right ones for, for not adding very sounds, much to the conversation. Sounds, they're very z- zealous. <laughs> they can be it very zealous, like and, but zealous, yeah. I do think yeah. the missionary part probably comes from a good white savior type of place because they want to save people and get them to heaven they don't think they can get into heaven any other way i think i think i think most adventists are generally like good people just kind of bland (laughs) so i want to throw one quick thing out there which is my last thing that i the last reference i think i have in my whole life with adventism which is from six feet under (laughs) did you guys watch six feet under no. No. No, no. no. Oh, you guys should watch this. It's an amazing show. What is um, that about? My mom recommended um, it. <laughs> Six Feet Under is a show about um, a family that run a um, uh, a morgue, basically, and yeah. like a long-time family business, and the, the father dies, and then the two sons are called on to take it over. And um, so they learn the trade, but they're very different. Um, but long story short, one of the main characters marries... Um, this some lady and later in the series he actually has a a a life um a terminal disease and although it was very antithetical to his character he actually i can't remember how they wove it into the narrative but the um he was introduced to adventism and he um actually started going to um adventist um you know um uh uh you know, churches. Like a Bible study? No, no, he'd just sit there, but in the church. But the thing that struck me was like, they talk, he talked about it briefly, but they would sit there. And uh, I remember in the show, it was very interesting because you would have the, you would have all the, all the people sitting in the, in the pews and they would just sit there and be quiet and be silent. And the whole concept was the idea of silence. And I don't know if that's something you guys experienced, but they, that was what the show showed. Which was show showed, which was um, they. It was very, it was very calming, and very again very zen. Um, but that instead of just, it, it was just like they would just sit in in calm, you know, um, again mindful almost um, prayer, but not talking to each other. I, maybe that's just a Hollywood adaptation of something, but. That's the only other thing I can add to this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't say from my experience that 
I've held anything like that in church. There was the, the idea of being silent in church was more like, don't clap after somebody's done singing or playing a special piece of music. Or, and it was more like we don't have drums in church because we don't want to be like loud. And it wasn't so much more, oh, we're just appreciating silence. It was yeah. more just like those things are like, are too rambunctious. Mm. Like we can't. And you like, don't want to so clap because like, you don't want to make someone, you know, special compared to someone else either. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think yeah. I can remember ever really having just a. Maybe well, a moment well, anyway, of silence, it is, it is a, like a fantastic thing. show. You should watch it. It's a really great show. That's it's an older, older HBO show. It. It's an older HBO show, but really good. About the same time as The Sopranos. I'm an older person. So <laughs> makes no, a lot you're of in sense. your mid twenties, man. <laughs> Look at oh, that yeah, haircut. Cool. Forgot about that. About I mean, you pitch. got your you, <laughs> what? You got your uh, uh, track jacket on. I mean, Ben Sherman. Oh, look oh, at that yeah. scene. Okay. I recognize that. I also style. do have to ask Tom. <laughs> Tom, you never heard of Seventh day Adventist. Did I never you have. miss no. that whole fuss when Ben Carson was running for president? He's yes. our most famous Adventist, <laughs> but he's a piece of shit. But I don't really even know who Ben Carson is. Oh, he's a I know the name. He, he's a neurosurgeon. He did some really good stuff when he was young. He's kind of the oh. dumbest human being I've ever heard of in my life now, but... Wait, maybe I... Okay. He Tom's, lost Tom's the still learning to play golf for God's sake. Republican candidate when Trump first... He was, he, I was going to say he was, was running, running against Trump, right? He did the yeah, first yeah. successful yeah. separation of conjoined twins that were attached to the back of the head. So he was actually oh, wow. a good doctor. That's cool. He just had a, Then he got appointed to be the book. HUD secretary. Oh, he wrote a book. Yeah. The director of... hands. Yeah. Housing and urban development. Which just seemed like uh, something a neurosurgeon needed to be in charge of. And then he ran for president. And he just came off as extremely dumb while he was on his presidential run. But he did do some good stuff in his medical career. He just kept talking. (laughs) Like, shh. Yeah. So he seemed smart. (laughs) You were doing so well. Well, I mean, he was a successful doctor and just maybe not a politician. Aside from being appointed into the wrong position, I haven't really heard anything that says he's done. Uh, it's been a it's, it's been, been a long while, time, and I I don't think he came across great in like the debates. He did come but across great in the debates. Ago, so yeah, I, I never watched them, but that's also gathering. And maybe I just watched it more because I was like, oh, I remember Ben Carson. I read his book probably in sixth grade, to be honest, because we read a lot of sixth grade was a very important. Uh, a very important like <laughs> year in education for the Adventists, at least at my school. But um, uh, so I remember. It, I, I think I most might have watched a bit more of him um, because of that. And just like, <sighs> not if he's dumb. He just says stuff that didn't have very much empathy. But you're like, oh, you're also this old dude, and a lot of old Republicans don't have very much empathy. So it's not the most surprising thing to hear of, but it was a little disappointing. So um. This just popped into my head. Advent calendars. No. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we give so, that well, to the Adventists? That is that where they came well, from? Well, the no. So the <laughs> the Advent means like something is coming. Sure. So, so like no. an Advent calendar, you're counting down to Christmas. And Adventists, it refers it's to the second to coming of Christ. Shh, no. It's <laughs> no. <laughs> it refers to waiting for. For Jesus to come again. That's where the Advent part comes in. So they, they come from the same root word, but they're not really. They're I don't not think anyone actually, I knew actually had okay. an Advent calendar. I don't think it is actually that much of an Adventist 
thing. Ooh. No. Oh, you mean as an Adventist? Because we have them every year. Like I got twenty, I got five of those fuckers hanging on the wall, <laughs> chocolates and say, toys and everything you can imagine. Thing. Literally, we have to do a trip to Target to fill them up. Well, I was wondering if it might have been more of a Catholic thing, and then we really would not have liked it. But it was first used by the Lutherans, so hmm. yeah, I don't know that it was anything that was for or against them. I just. I don't recall it using them really up. Came. I don't know if that has to do with being Adventist or not. Yeah, I don't recall ever coming up in any Adventist that I was part I of. I think either. they've also become re- popular yeah. in the last, like, ten years. I think more so. Maybe that's part but of it. But also, Neil, were they or maybe I just realized popular in Britain? No, Advent calendars have been very... I mean, I when I... I feel like up, they were more We had Advent calendars. I, I think they've been popular for, like, the last 60 uh, or 70 years at least. Mm. Um, they've changed now. They've become more commercialized, right? Like now, it's just buy the cardboard thing and pull out the chocolate or break whatever. Right. That's kind of the standard thing. But years ago, I think in the twenties, thirties, they were more like just like pocket uh, th- uh, woven. Oh, well, um, you can refill. Po- there were oh, pockets, okay. and you would put, yeah, you would put different things in there, whatever it might yeah, we, be. We had one time. that was like a polar bear, and all the days were filled out. And yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you stuff some chocolate or whatever in there yeah. every day. I like the ones more. that come with beer. That definitely would not never, be. A, I haven't done that for my kids yet. That's that's like not until they're fourteen. I'm just saying that's the one I like. I've seen I've seen some that are with wine, but also not really appropriate. We used to have wine chocolates. What kind of advent calendar is that? Like, what do you oh, get? Like, okay. a bottle of wine in 24 pockets? It's a giant... Yeah. Like a mini a giant wall montage of... <laughs> it's just two cases of wine. That's not... That's not... No, that's fucking nothing. Yeah, but it takes the physical space that it <laughs> <up>. <laughs> The advent calendar for Marty is just literally a box of wine, and he just opens it. And oh, takes he just a pulls one out, out every day. takes a bottle out every day. Yeah. I mean, one, one box wine... It, one box of wine is three three bottles in a bag, right? One box of wine. The, the Franzias or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot more than I would think. Love the Tour de Franzia. It's a great game. So that's. So Adventism. is it safe to say that if you watch like a evolu- Doomsday? Mm-hmm. Sorry, if you see like a the TV show, the Doomsday Preppers. Is it pretty safe to say that they're none not of them, really preppers either, though? None of them are no no Seventh Day Adventists are are prepping. I'm sure for there are Wednesday, some, right? I yeah, they, I think there's some. I think there's. I would think they'd be more <laughs> embracing it. I think they just wanted to end. Yeah, they do, and like they, a lot of them have this idea that before Jesus comes again, there's going to be Sunday laws, so they're going to mm, mandate that everybody has to go to church one. on Sunday. That's a big thing. Mm. But it's true, they're not really, like, in bunkers or anything. They're, it's just, anytime something happens, oh, it's just a sign of the times, you know, kind of a, a thing. And if you do buy yeah. into it, it does seem like some of the more uh, entrenched ones are looking forward to the end of times and getting, this is done. I'm done here. Yeah, which is, I remember. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying it's not a very good. Uh, it's not a very great idea to have if you want to make any sort of difference in the world as it is now. And so it's just like, yeah, fuck this. They would never say that. They don't swear either. But uh, you know, like, just it seems like a lot of the focus is just on this is garbage. This is broken. It's going to end soon, and we'll go on to something better and less of a 
we could try to do something. Maybe. Yeah, I like when I was nine, and so it was right up before like the turn of the twenty mm. first century. Why two K? I remember. I remember my pastor got up, and he it was like. It was like Christmas of 1999, and they're talking about, like, when is Jesus going to come? And somebody's like, 1999. And he's like, that's oh right. God. Everybody was so excited. I remember being like, oh, God, I hope not. I was like, that just sounds, that I just, I want to grow up. I want to like, oh, live. Oh, I know. Same. Because we this like, sixth grade thing about how we'd be hiding in caves because the Sunday law and everything. And I was like, that sounds fucking terrible. I just want to have a life, you know? Like, uh What's happening here? I don't want to have to fight for this religion, especially because I don't didn't really believe in it ever. So, but especially as a sixth grader, I was yeah. like, "Why do I have to do any of this?" I mean, that has to scare the shit out oh. of you, right? As a six-year-old and nine-year-old, you're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah. my fifth-grade teacher did straight up tell me that I was going to go to hell. Uh, because, and not because I was an asshole, I was a very good student, just because I was like, I don't believe in God, and that was it. You were an asshole too, though. No, actually, when I was, uh, when I was younger, I didn't become an asshole till uh, high school. When I was younger, I was really shy, and so I was really quiet in class, and just like a straight-A quiet student in the corner. They didn't have to really, like, um, pay attention to me. So the one time that he did pay attention to me to tell me that I was going to hell was a bit much. I was in fifth grade. Um, that's... But Messed if up, you man. said that it's kind of just the Adventist way to be like, we're not going to, we're just going to kind of accept whatever comes and like, it's going to, it's almost like a rolling over attitude. Yeah, but it then is. Right. You just, <laughs> but then you were just like, like that, but the same time, if the end of days are coming, you don't want to sit there and fight, like fight for the religion. It's like, but that seems like, like not the Adventist way to have to then fight for it. I mean, what I, I learned in my end of the world what? classes is that. It doesn't so much matter what's going to happen. There's going to be a set amount of time. We'll be in the caves. Everyone will be wanting to throw us to the lions. Bible verses will keep us sane. <laughs> She's very focused on the cave shit. Uh, the that, cave that thing really <laughs> messed you up. It's the cave thing stuck in my that mind. Like we would have to leave everything behind and we'd run to the caves. And I was like, where do we, even there is a cave in Fresno? I don't know. I was going to say, where's even a cave in like the United States? I oh. just imagine running to the foothills, I guess, and oh, trying to, like, serious? find one, but, like... Where, where are these caves? I don't know. <laughs> There's kind I'm, of... I'm, on, I'm in the coastal oh, plains. No. I got I don't know, man, here. but, like... I, I'm not running to any caves around here. But there's, like, there's nothing you could do. That time, it was going to be bad, there's going to be persecution, and it would end when Jesus came back. So what are you... Hmm. Like, yeah. he has to come back so what, to Hold on, it's... why did your teacher say you were going to hell? What was the whole, like, what instigated that whole thing? Oh, because I was like, oh, I don't believe in this, basically. I was like, I don't, I might have said something about how I don't believe in God. I might have said I don't, I'm not an Adventist, or I don't believe in God. I thought you were a quiet kid. Oh, because you were in the Adventist. Oh, yeah, I've been in the high Adventist school since And you're like, fuck you guys, I don't believe in But I was very polite about it, it was fifth grade, so I was still like barely talking in class. It's good to be diplomatic. I was barely talking in class, and then this happened. It was not quite the right mindset, but... Remember what we've learned about Hannah is that she tries to bring down the systems from within. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was a So bit, she plants herself in there. I was a bit more she doesn't move. Of an asshole. She never leaves. I mean, in but high school, to be, she tries to I bring it down. More combative. To be fair to the whoever said that, you do do a podcast about serial killers. <laughs> okay, 
Mr. Swanson <laughs> did not know that. <laughs> no, I know, but that like... That has a bad Ventus corner. <laughs> you went to the darkness. I loved it. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, well, when I was in fifth grade, I was still too no, shy, not- and I didn't have enough, like, uh, self-esteem to, like, really be myself, so I was just quiet and trying to stay out of the way most of the time. I mean, it, yeah. I would say it's a good argument for not having religion in education, you know, I'm, nowadays. Yeah, um, I am not It's bad hard enough Jeopardy, as it is though. without putting that in there. Because I play Jeopardy with my old roommate who didn't go to any religious school or church. So I could fucking kill her in the Bible categories. So there's that, That's true. That's where one, uh, there's that one good part of it. Sometimes it comes up in a trivia <laughs> night or something. No, but I think, yeah, sometimes religion is just overwhelming when you're a kid and you're talking about, and like, I would always be told, oh, well, you know, even, even if it's not true, like, might as well live a good life. And I'm like, and it's like, listen, I don't even think I want to go to heaven. I don't want to live forever. Heaven sounds boring, first of all. And I, and I know, and I had this like existential thought as like a kid, I was like, is sin what gives us personality? Are we just going to be super fucking boring in heaven? Oh my God. And I got all my existential thought was about how, I don't think I want to live forever. No, I got terrified of living forever. That sounds like hell. Forever? Yeah. I, in heaven, yeah. we're going to take away all the things I like to do, all the fun stuff. D- oh, Depends wait. Depends on the age. supposed to why, be fun. Why, why, what are you yeah, talking yeah, about? I thought heaven is supposed to be fun with all no, it's the very glorious things. it's very religious, you know, that, and you're quiet, I thought it was just and you a, go to church One long day. orgy, basically, is heaven. No. Yeah. Not the <laughs> according to Adventists. It's the church that you saw on the TV show, Neil, where they just They're sit just in quiet. silence, and there's no clapping, because <laughs> they don't want to be... They yeah. don't want to cause a ruckus. Yeah, I imagine heaven was very quiet. You probably didn't get to That's... read books. You'd probably read the Bible. Um, did they yeah, also tell you? No it does seem very movies? bland. You're there right, Hannah. Like the way you took mm. it is so bland. Everything about yeah. it is very bland. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I had a dream one time as a kid about heaven, <laughs> and that I and that I was I was in heaven where I got to visit or whatever, and it was very very white. You got to visit. Was, you know, <laughs> white. It was up in the clouds. It was definitely in the clouds for some reason. And it was a big, it was like a big party. There were like over 100 people there. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't a party. It wasn't. 100 people. Pretty exclusive heaven right there. There must must be certain sections of heaven. And I was just in the one party that was being thrown that day. It was not the orgy party. I missed that one. All right. Because the other uh, thing. Oh, wait. Sorry, Tom. No, that's fine. There were like uh, 100 chairs and people were just sitting in chairs talking and hanging out. And. It's, it was pretty boring. So this kind of goes back <laughs> but, to what I was told at one but point. But I do remember like everyone being very happy in it, and just That's like. The, but I feel like when I'm not doing anything and... is when I get into more of a depressed lump. Like activity helps me stay out of my depression. But let me see if they told you this, Caitlin, because I was also told because everyone goes up to heaven at the same time. You don't go up to heaven when you die. Christ will come back right. and everyone will get raised from the grave. We're all and in you purgatory, waiting around. There's no purgatory. Until, well, whatever. We're all in stasis, I guess. You're just in, you're it's in a the great ground. Nirvana you're just not song. Conscious. Yeah, you're just, yeah, That's you're a cover from the unplugged session. Yeah, you're, you're just, urn, you're just nothing. You're just until, nothing until you're something yeah. again. Which would, like, sure. I don't really care. Either way, it's fine with which, me. Which you could say that's purgatory. I guess so, but it's nothing. I feel like purgatory at least makes you feel something. Like, I don't want to be here forever. You're at least like conscious and purgatory. If it's I think, just generally. nothing, then there's According nothing. To- 
Um, Semantics. But then I was told um, that once we got to heaven, (laughs) what we would do in heaven, actually, in the very beginning, is we would each uh, sit down and watch a video of everybody's lives. Like, everyone's whole... And I... uh, This was in high school, and I was like... like, Maybe that was the party I was at. Was there, like, pictures of teenagers masturbating? Because that's all I could fucking think of. (laughs) Oh, so they're going to watch like, you as a teenager masturbating? I don't, I don't remember being told that, but it sounds terrifying. You have forever. So you watch everyone's, everyone you know's whole life, sleeping part, the awake part. You live their whole life, You basically. live their whole life, but you just yeah. sit in the chair like Tom was talking about and right. watch so it. Just awful. As an observer. Yeah. As an obs- why would you I was like, want to go and then watch all of that? I don't want to. Like, there's so many things where like, I don't want to do this, and hell, hell ends. Hell's only like a thousand years on Earth. Yeah. And then you die, die. According to Adventists, And then yeah. you're done. I'm like, that actually sounds better. Yeah. could be done. Yeah, there's <laughs> a And no one will watch me. Yeah. As what, a, what's going on on Earth at that time? It's fiery. It's fiery, and like, you ha- yeah. you're living with all the sinners. So but it's like, pretty warm. It's like Mordor, basically, at the end of yeah, Lord of the Rings. kind of. I mean, I, I imagine yeah. that they think it'd be like the purge, where like all the laws have been forsaken as just a bunch of quote unquote sinner, sinners. But sinners include anyone that don't believe in the Adventist religion, not just not believing in God. If you don't believe in the Adventist religion, you're not going to go to heaven. You really got to buy into this shit, right? I mean, I mean to be, you know, if they're I think right, you do for then most they're religions, right. I guess. But pretty much every religion is that way, though. <laughs> Like you really have to. Yeah, buy that's 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 you... not true. That's not true at all. Like honestly, that's not true. Oh, like a lot Western <laughs> Most... Western religions, Which yes. Christian religions, Christian religions. Oh, okay. well, yeah, but religion as a yeah. whole, that's definitely not the case. I mean, you don't have to be. You know, there's a lot of religions that say that the way you live, you don't have to believe in anything. Um, it's all about how you live, which is more, it's more of an organic aspect of, of thinking of it in a spiritual sense. Like your physical manifestation will, will, um, promulgate into a spiritual plane and, a, or, and if you believe in reincarnation, like a, a re-physical plane, that's such a thing, <laughs> um, based upon the way you behave and the way that you yeah. are with, you, you know, there's, there's a bazillion different mm-hmm. religions that don't. Which does make almost dog- more sense dogmatic. to me because they're not as dogmatic and not as focused on this one point of, oh, you don't believe this, then you're out. Yeah, right. Which sucks, right? I you're mean, really gatekeeping like, heaven, okay. but that is a very Christian <laughs> yeah. thing to do. It's a very white thing to do. That is true. We love, to, we love to keep people out of places. To do. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then our heaven is shit, so it's not happening. Yeah. White person <laughs> heaven is boring. So um, it kind of is, yeah. right? I it's, think the only yeah. thing, yeah, I, the only thing I was, I was like, well, maybe I could like ride a tiger, I guess, but you're doing that forever. Or ever. <laughs> get old. It would get old after a while. Too? I don't know. Plus, <laughs> like the whole like, like eh, just like riding a tiger now it doesn't have anything to like. There's no fear anymore. You're just always happy, which is someone who probably was depressed even as a child didn't quite understand that either. But that also seemed like a lot. There's like yeah, there's nothing like, there's no like um, modulations of emotion or anything. You're just and that's part of what feels so good about being alive. So I would yeah. want to continue to like be alive and be like flat. Yeah, it, that just sounds it's just terrible. a dead end. So 
So the whole eternal life thing for me was just wasn't a big selling. It point. really was not. I was like, mm. no. <laughs> well, uh, how about special K loaf? Uh, my family didn't really Gah. make that, and I didn't have. I didn't actually eat it all that much, but I have had it. Breakfast food. Well, wait, wait. Yeah. Hold on, we have food. Uh, or we have how did a, loaf, food a loaf <laughs> made out of special K. A special K loaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what they made Wheaties I'm, too. Well, Kellogg's, the OG Kellogg's. I don't know if he actually was an Adventist, but he was at least. Uh, his it's so wholesome. Brother. It's so wholesome of a religion. Uh, well, I mean, he did make special Wheaties. K, he did make Wheaties, so he would stop Wheaties. masturbating. It's very. That was graham crackers. Uh, Wheaties, wait, I mean, Kellogg's same idea, though. He wanted really bland stuff so you wouldn't touch yourself. Wait, hold on, what? Excuse me? <laughs> Eat your well, Wheaties, It makes sense because That's you don't want, you're going to have to go to heaven and watch, it's so spicy. and watch the video of your, of your, uh, of the video oh of God. every person's life. Yeah. If you don't eat your special K, we'll have to watch you jerk off. Uh, Marty, I'm going to watch your life while I'm eating fucking cornflakes, okay? <laughs> for, for 70 fucking nine years, however it is. I just committed yeah. to die 79 or whatever. sad? Yeah, it, it kind of does. But You want to watch my life? That's pretty sad. I don't want to. Apparently, We're forced is, to. Yeah. I don't think we got it's an option here of, either. We just, that's what we did course. in heaven. You watched your life and Can't everyone else's. Can't they just like download the information or something so you don't have to actually. actually this wasn't the 90s. Like the Matrix. So this like the Matrix. Been, just yeah, fucking tell me how to do Kung Fu and it's done. Marty's life, bam, done. Actors have had not caught up with technology at the time that I was told this. I'm gonna say what so, they did the picture slideshow with the clicker. Literally, it was just watching like, a video a real... <laughs> in the chairs. So it's Tom's heaven Thanks, with Tom. a video of someone's life. I'm it imagining could be yours, could be your mom's. I'm... What? Mm. Why? I'm imagining yeah, the old like, picture like, slideshow like, where you can fit like you... 40 photos into <laughs> one, and as you get done, you're like, hold on, now, I gotta change them all out. And then there's some that are like, upside down. Going to the bathroom. <laughs> I guess like, it happened. It's not dirty i don't know all right so let me ask a quick question both of you yeah ladies yes experience adventism from a very from a different perspective um would you say that it we should was... probably also since we're here talk about how does adventism treat the ladies we should do oh, that well we'll, ta- we'll we'll talk about that after neil's question yeah so yeah. okay so quick the quick question is would you say that growing up in that environment made you more or less curious or inclined to um, learn about other religions? Did it deter you from religion or did it um, make you curious about religions? Because there's, there's thousands of religions in the world and I always kind of like, like to, as a barometer, look at a religion and say, does that religion make me inspired to to learn more about another religion and what other thing other because you ultimately a religion is a is a is a congregation of thought and of behavior and culture that comes together and almost you know dot you know lays out a way to live if you like um surrounded by all kinds of shit whatever it might be that uh, on all different you know by all different degrees like dogma afterlife pre-life all these ideas about like they they kind of impose a reality on you 
and then you look at that religion you're like this religion imposes some kind of reality like in the in the sense of adventism it it imposes this concept of you know this 144,000 um don't drink caffeine whatever you know whatever it is a religion that's what religions do and was it was it a religion that led you to be more curious about learning more about relig- other religions or like fuck that shit i'm done with religion it sucks i have no interest in other in other groups ways of telling me how to live does that make a sort of a sense of a question without sounding like a crazy yeah no, that makes person? sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think for me it i'm definitely curious about religions but not in the sense that i'm trying to seek a way for how i live my life i just think they're interesting to learn about and read about academically yeah Yeah. and but i'm sort of on the like i don't really want i'm not seeking out a religion to try to um be the one you were grown up in or figure out what i believe i'm not i don't seek that kind of thing anymore because i don't i no longer feel the desire because I had so much of that in my past. But I think religions are really interesting and I do love to read about them and learn about them and study them. And I went the opposite way. I have no interest. Especially in, Christi- especially in Christianity. I'm like, well, I don't think it's for me. And just like, I can get a little bit more into this new age stuff, but not too deep. But I just, I don't really care. Hannah found her calling. She's into the witchy bullshit. I'll do that, but like I can't. I mean, that's I, that's no less of a. I can't get. I cannot go all the way into that either, which I think is a holdout of right. all of the religion teaching that I had as a kid. Um, but I just, I'm not that interested for some reason. I think it's really killed my interest in religion and philosophy. Because I mean, that's kind of why I asked the question. Because I think that oftentimes when people grow up um, in in a religion or with a, in a very religious context. They tend to, they're done with it, right? I mean, like my, my my partner's the same way. Like, as a as a Catholic, just completely turned off by the whole thing, um, because it was so shoved down their throat at a young age, you know, and and growing up, and it's like uh, this is nonsense. I'm not. This is not for me anymore. I I just think that's interesting that that that, that can now you know nowadays at least that's how it is with a lot of with a lot of people. Yeah, but it obviously goes both ways, so it depends on the person and how, I guess, how you felt you were being introduced to the information in the first place. But really, I have no interest in the origin of humanity so how does, or anything how like does that. So how does Adventists treat women? Says then. the biologist. Yes. I know, which is, <laughs> I don't care about the origin of life. I don't care about, like, evolutionary relationships. And I don't care about the first eukaryotic organism, which could have been Giardia. I don't care. Like at all, and my <laughs> and my boss really does actually care about like the early branching the eukaryotes and how you know we started forming organelles versus not. I'm like I don't give a shit. Let me just study this other thing. But you know you're interested in what you're interested in. You can't like everything. So is Adventist feminist or not? Hmm. No, I mean no. But it's kind of interesting. Hold well, on, we need a male perspective on this Adventism. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Where's our male Adventist here? here? We're, we're outnumbered. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Ellen White and her teachings are very prominent and part of the church, but she was never, and I don't know if other religions do this, but so Adventists ordain their ministers, so they they say they're ordained by God to, um, to teach and speak mm-hmm. um, 
in the church. And technically, women cannot be ordained in the Adventist church. And in order to hold certain positions in the church, like if you're, because the Adventists are, the churches are split into conferences and unions and they get bigger and bigger. And to have leadership positions in those, you have to be ordained. So women can't hold those positions. So they, on the one hand, have the teachings of this woman who at one point was kicked out of the Adventist church and then brought back in. Uh, but they hold up her teachings at a very high level. And then on the other hand, um, women are allowed to hold certain positions. And um, so that's kind of interesting. And it and there's a big pen. There's a big wide array of perspectives within the church. There are some very, very liberal churches that have female ministers that will perform gay marriages that will do you know, a lot of these more liberal things. And then there are some that are very, very, very traditional that, you know, women are demure, women are not pastors, um, women are allowed to be teachers within the church. So there's a, there's a wide array, but I would say that the official Adventist, the official position of the Adventist church, like the world conference is that women cannot be ordained teachers teachers for a job but not in the church not for like biblical teaching because the adventist education system is pretty pro-teaching isn't it yes yeah well yeah and it's an extensive education system and there are a lot of female professors but and and there are like some of the universities will have female like bible teachers too but just like the official position and then some churches because each church is allowed to kind of um, do their own thing and a little bit they're somewhat independent um, but yeah I don't know and then I think that just the whole purity message is very much more it affects the female population of the church more so than the male population the whole idea of like not having sex before you're married or having a child out of wedlock like it's not like it's okay for the males to do that but it's definitely more uh Look down on for a woman to I not saw be that, but I also felt like the purity culture was negatively affecting the men and the women. Um, I mean, and like I, I guess I didn't see it as much as it was just like the women specifically are being punished by it. I think I saw it both ways. Um, to me, it seemed like it was punishing the sexes more equally, which I guess was the something, but. It was still in a way that was, you know, not healthy for either a woman or a man to grow up and learn any of this stuff about yourselves and then be expected to become an adult, a healthy adult afterwards. Well, as you said, sometimes it's difficult to have a Protestant guy show you his big Frank. (laughs) I mean, there's so much. Andrew's introduction to this episode was, this is my roommate. Andrew's not an Adventist. <laughs> yes. So I don't think it was planned, but even then, it's showing. It's showing up here. I mean, that is true. But we did have what? a like on at campus. There was the not just like you're not supposed to do things, but the um, how these things could be visualized. So like, I forgot what it was. Once you lived off campus, if you live on the on-campus housing, like you couldn't. You were supposed to leave by like 10 p.m. And wouldn't be able to go to somebody's house until like 6 a.m. Like of the opposite sex because you didn't want to give the impression that you might be fucking. Like you can't fuck during the day or something. But uh, 
Like there's no, there's no, a right there's out. a whole bunch of that kind of stuff too, but for what I saw it affected men and women pretty equally, but that was just what I saw. I did I did not like but having to it, sign the whole contract about how like I was not going to drink and I was oh, yeah. that was a bunch of bullshit, but they didn't make everyone sign that. So yeah. That, mm. Yeah, I think like one of the big things that I saw like did you ever did you live in the dorms mm-hmm. then? Yeah. I had to. So like yeah, because you, you have to. You I think a lot of colleges make you your freshman year, but you had to. I think most most people through their like junior year almost, depending on like what your credits. Unless were and you how had you like a older sibling or something, you can get off campus earlier. But most of the yeah. time, you stayed freshman, sophomore, junior year in the dorms. And like the the girls' dorm mm-hmm. uh, had cameras. And w- was locked down, but the guys' dorms, they just kind of were able to kind of go in and out. They were not swiping to get in. There was no, like, actual time well, we records ha- of when they'd come in and when out of I the dorms. When I first went to, when I first got there, we didn't have that either. I did. Oh, so, so what? I, I think oh, that's okay. a new, but. So Hannah ruined it. No, but I do. One of my uh, friends from freshman year might have fucking ruined it because she broke a window sneaking back inside the dorm. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah. when I first got there, I don't remember like key cards and cameras. That did come up, but you are right; they did not put them in at the same time at the guy storm. I thought it was also very strict that even your key card wouldn't work past ten. That's not a. F- oh, the, someone had to like buzz you oh, in. Into I the, think maybe I don't remember. That might have been into a safety thing yeah. more, but that was still just yeah, a woman's storm the- thing. Yeah. Um, I can't quite remember. Yeah, I do think someone had to buzz you in. You had to, like, sign the sheet if you came in after a certain time. I thought it was later than 10, but uh, mm-hmm. it's been a long time. Um, yeah, it, depend- it depends I mean, not on how old you were, too. Like, you had right. your- if you were a freshman, your curfew was, like, 10, I think. And then I think as a sophomore, maybe it was 11. I don't right. remember. And we also but- had to, like... Um, get leaf slips approved we want to like not spend the night or the weekend in the dorm which i think the men's dorm had to do that as well though i think they both did and they but didn't check I think them that very the, well so let's <laughs> yeah and yeah so and it really just kind of de- depended on a lot of things but i see i do see what oh, you mean oh i think mean, a lot of people though, like there definitely was things that the, the men probably did get away with a bit more than the women would have but overall, it seemed like yeah. it stunt the purity culture stunted the entire population on the campus. I I would agree with that, and I think like like the dating culture was so weird. So fucking. That's why I so got weird. married to the first boy I ever dated. And it's like you don't you don't just ask somebody on a casual Never date a and like go. Years. You just everybody hang everybody just hangs out as a group. Everybody kind of knows who's starting to like whom. You're all it's, hanging out, and by the time you guys have like hung out for a little bit and decided you like each other, then you're like together. There was no just like casual dating of any kind. Years. It was very strange. Like I did casual yeah. dating. I'm a little intense. I don't know if I'd want to do it anyway, but like that was never even an option. Uh, and and I think a lot of the weird guilting, like dating and not being married, is this weird purgatory, perhaps. So that, I mean, I used to just, we went to Walla Walla University, but it was called Western Wedding University. And I went mm-hmm. to so many weddings when I, like, 
my senior year of college when I graduated that next year, like everybody I knew basically got married. They were all Adventists? Well, yeah, because I went to school with them. Well, yeah, most of the people who are at the university are. Did those marriages last? Some of them did. Some of them did not. So I, because then I came back for my master's degree a couple years later. And so I ran into people that I had known when I was doing my undergrad and definitely saw some uh, uh, sharp 180s that had occurred since then. But yeah, I was just curious that the religion and the way that everyone kind of gets brought up, if that had anything to do with. Um, I don't know. I mean,. My closest friends that I know that got married, probably 75% of them are still married. So there is mm. divorce. I got divorced, but I also was never an Adventist in the first place, so I wasn't a very good test case. Sure. Um, <laughs> and and my marriage didn't work out very well because that dude was completely emotionally stunted by the purity culture and just like no one went to fucking therapy in uh, in, in Avatism either. And he really needed some. But, so, yeah, I'm not 100% sure if people are still happy in their marriages. but Yeah, whether they're like forcing it because of the religion or anything. And the other yeah, thing I like, think oh, there's the a lot of pressure before you. Yeah. There's just pressure to get married before you graduate college because sure. it's like, oh, if you don't find an Adventist Why boy are you gonna or find girl one? now, you won't. I know. Yeah. This is your best right. chance. And right. also, do you want to have sex without feeling guilty? You have to get married. Exactly. That's why so many people get married because so they can have sex and not feel you guilty You know how many fucking weddings I went to where I'm like, good Lord, <laughs> these this tonight is going to be the first night those two people <laughs> ever have sex together. And it's going to be awkward and weird because your first time's never like fireworks. It sucks. It sucks. I think it's bad. Unless it's the 4th of July. Oh my gosh. Did you guys ever watch? There was some reality show on like TLC or something. <gasps> With the first about kiss? Like, yes. yes. And it Thanks, was like Tom. fish. It was, it like, was so gross. It, it was, was like, so gross. So gross. It was so weird. I can't remember what it was called, either. but it was like they never kissed before they, they got were married. Super, super and then like. Oh. And they were, it was just like so awkward. And their first kiss was just like super uncomfortable and then they interviewed them after they came back and they were both just like ta- talking about how having sex and they were, and they were just like well eh, it's okay like, like they were just they were like so excited about it they had they built, built it up it so up much so and then it was like super- and they they build up way too much for what it is like to put yeah. that much yeah it's fine but it's not something i would wait till i was 22 and get married first to, like that's too much I think that's the no. video they need to show. Oh my god, that for video sex is so. <laughs> oh, uh, it's so like I'm sure spine-tingly I awkward. Oh yeah, I. There's definitely a gif of it somewhere. Uh, just like kiss, and I'm just like, Bleh. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yeah. Uh, so gross. So there's that. Um, I don't have anything else really. Now I'm stuck thinking yeah. about that. To be honest. I'm happy. I, it's it. It lives in your brain. I'm will, telling you, you won't. They will it. never it's, leave you. We will need to share oh this no. with you guys. It's gonna go on the Discord. It I just will. know it. You said this. You said yeah. this is a, a TV show. Yeah, yeah. It was like some. It was like it's like the Duggars, but not like the Duggars. Is it this one? I don't know what that is. That it's like what? love, love it first no. kiss no. or something like that. It's not. No, 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 no. Because this one, no, I no, remember no. seeing um, this before, and it is very, very awkward. This one, but I'll no, because no, these ones knew each other. 
They just never kissed once. Uh, yeah, they had okay. been together. Yeah. They just, yeah. Uh, mm. And they probably knew each other since they were kids because it was like this really small religious community. Um, something like the Duggars, but not the Duggars, but that type of religion. Uh, uh, found it. Virgin Diaries is what the show is called. I found ew. the video. Okay, send that to the Discord. I'll, I'll, or have Andy yeah, send have, to the Discord. I'll, I'll send it to Andrew Because uh, these <laughs> ones need to see that kiss. And then you'll thank thank your anyway. sweet stars that the first time you kiss someone wasn't in front of your whole family when you were like twenty two. Well, okay. So on that note, <laughs> yeah, Adventism. Lord. What did we What did we learn tonight, Marty? Can you Can you wrap us up? Uh, we learned that uh, Neil is back. He's alive. He Fresh looks like he's twenty five. He's gonna. He's gonna. You know, go play, go play. He's uh, got his his uh, uh, track jacket. Like he's ready to, to go. Like you got your you got your workout pants on, your sweatpants to go do. You know, some dribbles. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Keep going, Marty. Go. You're on a roll. Do <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, we got Tom here. He's he he's not in Florida, so you know, cheerio. I was here um, last week. Yeah, Tom yeah. is well, that's, regular. We didn't we didn't like really learn a, anything about you this week, so that I didn't I'm, know anything about Seventh Day Adventist. Ha- I learned, have you learned a lot on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we have Andrew here who has a roommate, and <laughs> <laughs> and he likes to laugh what? at the term "bad Jesus." <laughs> uh, we learned that Marty is a bad Jesus. Um, as he tries to consolidate that list um, of 144,000 names that we saved. Um, we learned a lot about Adventism uh, from Caitlin, and we learned about the experience of growing up going to Adventist schools from Hannah here. And I, I, I don't I don't know what else did we learn. We learned a lot. It was good. That I was pretty it. solid, yeah. yeah. yeah it, was a good, it was a good... Uh, I want to hear good... more about Neil's outfit. Conversation. I want to hear more about Neil's dribbling. Well, I just want to say that, look, I'm not about to jump into Adventism based on the two accounts that have been delivered today. That's kind of what well, I would like you to take away from Adventism this. Adventism is not, isn't not Zen. We also learned that. We learned that, yes. Sure. I have a lot to learn about religions in general from a an academia or academic, however you want to say, standpoint. Theological. And, and just all, <laughs> all of the above. Okay, I can't play this video right now. I'm going to watch it when we're done recording because I need to see this kiss again. <laughs> Not like so it doesn't funny. live rent-free in my head all the time anyway, but uh, I need to refresh that memory so I have it all correct. <laughs> That's why we're trying to wrap up so we can all watch All right, all right. Yep. Let's get so, to uh um, I'm 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 really glad that we had a, a full boat plus one tonight. It was nice good. It was a good episode. Caitlin. So it's been great. Yeah. It's nice to meet you guys. I hear your uh, voices yeah. all the time, so I feel like I. You mean you listen to this podcast? I do. Oh so I can't God. get away with saying anything. What a, like I don't think any. I listen to your podcast <laughs> too, Hannah. Yay! We don't talk about that here. We do sometimes. Listen, actually, 
Check it out. True crime tried. Well, I'm glad that you got to hear Neil's voice again, because I think we all were going through withdrawals for the last few weeks. So, look, um, Marty, I'm a, I'm older than you guys, even though I look 25. You're 25. Even though I look 25. <laughs> I've got kids going on. I've got all kinds of stuff happening. I've just been, it's just been busy. This 2022, it's like I got two years off doing COVID, and now 2022 is like, no, fuck you. COVID's over. <laughs> We're back to business, and I'm like, oh my god, it's, it's a nightmare. Hey, COVID's over for me in like a week here, so I'm great, I'm great excited. Um, but yeah, with that, we are plans are optional. You can find us on Facebook at plan, uh, plans are optional. You can find us on Twitter at optional plans. Um, I don't know what else. I think that's it. Yeah, we're we're out. Bye. Oh.